Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is A Bit of Clarity. Hi, Nathaniel here with episode 34. We are advancing. Have you ever been in a situation, a social setting, where somebody really, really iterated you because of their body language. Either they came onto you really strong and they were in your face, or maybe they weren't even looking at you or acknowledging you, or there was no eye contact, or there was something about their body language that really, really upset you or irritated you. Well, today we're talking about body language, and um, a lot of us are not truly aware how important body language is in our social interactions. When we communicate, we tend to think about the words and we, we probably think so much about the words of what we say and at times of how we say those words, but we don't often think about our body language, how we communicate with the other person in terms of our, you know, what we do with our hands, what we do with our eyes, our posture, and so many, many other aspects of our body language. So today, uh, and I put this question out there because usually you don't notice how important body language is until you come across somebody who really gets on your nerves. That's when you, know, you wake up and you think, wow, what was all that about? Why can't I stand that person? What? It, it, it all had to do with that body language. So it, the reason I put that question is to awaken that reality in you that you do notice it, but you notice it more when you don't like it than when you do like it, okay? So today we speak about body language in episode 34 and we have show notes available for you at eq.org.au. Also in the comments, uh, wherever you are consuming this material, this content, you will find the links there necessary. So today we're developing an understanding of body language. Are you ready? Uh, for those who are listening to this content, I was just punching in the air there. For those of you on YouTube, you can see me making those acts. All right. Body language, body language. Body language signals a nonverbal form of communication using physical movements and behaviors rather than words. So we're not talking about how we communicate with our words or with the tone of our voice or the accent or this or that. It's all about the physical movements in our communication, the Italian way or the Chinese way or the Japanese way or whichever way. We all have body language in our communication. Posture and facial expressions are considered the main body language signals. So either our posture, the way we come, even now, you, you just saw that, I already erected my posture because I speak about posture and I want to be standing straight and also the way we communicate with our face, our facial expressions, our eyes, our smiles, our, our, uh, the way we, we look at people in the face. All these are very, very important and they form part of 
the main body language signals that we send across the person in front of us. Body language and social skills are inextricably connected. Of course they are. Those who can read body language signals effectively are also adept at using body language. When you have this good intuition or have developed these skills to read body language in other people, you can then apply them also in your own way of expressing uh, communication through body language. So it's very important for you to be able to read the cues and to understand these cues as you observe other people when they are communicating. This is a beautiful skill to have and I encourage you to look at how people communicate with their body and try and see if you can understand what they're saying or what they, what, what they are transmitting across to you through their body, not only through their words. You know, it's very interesting. I went once to the Philippines and I did some mission work and uh, we went through to a number of schools where we were teaching values education. Values education because if your life is driven by values, you will have a better life. You will not be swayed one way or another and you will be very strong in the decisions that you make. Important for children, important for young adolescents. So we went into these schools and I did an experiment. I went to a class, there were teenage children, maybe around 12, and I just took chalk, just a piece of chalk on the, on, on the whiteboard, and I went in the class, I didn't say anything, I just uh, made some hands movement, just some gesticulations like that, and then I um, began to draw a picture on the board. And I draw a picture, I look back at them, and I began communicating with them as I was drawing bits and pieces on the board. Not so many words, but just pictures, and they were sharing with me, and we were talking, and we were talking. There were no words. They, they had words. I, I only spoke with my physical presence and just with my body. And you know, I'm really, really sorry that I didn't film that, because that would have been an absolute great lesson for this and for many other scenarios, because I've never done it since, and I've never done it before that, and that was just a perfect match, and I wish I, I had it on camera because it was beautiful. So I, this went on for about 20, 25 minutes. I was, I was giving them a lesson in values without using words. It was all done in the way I communicated and asked them questions, and, but without words, right? And just drawing things on the board. And it was mainly through pictures and not through words. And it was phenomenal they actually thought that I was dumb in the sense that I couldn't speak. They actually thought that was, I was a teacher who was mute, basically, who couldn't speak. And when I began speaking after 22 minutes, they all went like this. Oh, you mean you, you taught us for the last 22 minutes without saying a word, you can actually speak? They were dumbfounded. It, it, totally amazing, amazing what you can do with. And kids love this, and even us as adults, we, we can interact and talk to people that way. This is how powerful nonverbal communication is. And I want you to become aware of this because if you are able to read the cues in other people, you are able to communicate better, you are able to understand them better, and then you yourself will make use of those body language skills much, much better. So, okay, these skills are in... Uh, this skill of body language is an invaluable tool in every social situation. They help you 
Body language signals provide information about others in your immediate social situation and the information can be used to navigate and interact effectively. So when you watch or when you talk to somebody and when you watch their body language, you can make more sense of what they are saying, you can understand them better, you create a bridge of connection with those people a lot better than just by trying to hear their words. So the more in tune you become with, the body, with their body language, the more you can navigate that conversation and the more effective you are in interacting with that person and actually bringing some contribution to that discussion. So body language is very, very important. Reading body language. I'm going to show you some aspects about how you can read body language. And when you read it in others, you are able to apply it in your own uh, communication as well. The best way to learn how to read body language is to learn common gestures, expressions, and postures, and then recognize them in real situations. And here are some that you may be familiar with. So I'm just going to, look, the, the list would have gone over three or four pages, so I couldn't put those in the notes. I'm just going to say a few of them. But if you become aware of these, you will become aware of others as well, and you will be able to read between the lines. All right. Here's one, standing or sitting erect in a strong posture. If somebody is standing uh, tall, let's say, you, what, what do you see? What do you see when I stand tall like this? You see confidence, you see determination, you see somebody who's ready to, to engage in whatever is given to them. They, they don't seem afraid. They, they don't seem that they can be uh, knocked down. They, they just, there's a, there's a strong, uh, personality about them, a lot of confidence, a lot of way forward, somebody that knows what they're doing, they know their identity, they know who they are, they know why they're there. There's just an aura of presence about that person. So that posture, the standing up, they're being tall, they're being, you know, with your back straight, erect, is very, very full of confidence. You know that the moment I gave you that image, for those who watch this on YouTube, you will see that. And when you see people around you, you can read that, uh, that trait in the people. Uh, another one that I've listed there is hands up with palms out. So basically, if somebody says, look, this is me, man. It shows innocence. It shows honesty. It shows truth. It shows submission. It shows, man, look, I, 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 don't, want, I don't want any trouble. You know, when you say, I don't want trouble, it says, I submit to you. Look, let's, let's make a way. It shows I've got nothing to hide. It shows that I'm, I'm here to, to, to get this sorted. It shows that I'm sincere. It shows that, you know, I'm innocent. So this body language says so much. If somebody just says, you know, leave it there or rest it there, it's, it's almost. It can also say, look, back off. The same, almost. If it's here at the back, if the hands are up at, you know, at the body level, that's surrender, that's submission. If it's at the front, it's almost, it changes, it changes. Now it's back off, just leave me alone. You see how much, you know, 30 centimeters makes. So the body language in reading those cues is very important. Ear tugging. If somebody, you know, they rub their ears and they tug their ears, their own ears, you know, it's like they're indecisive. It's like, oh, let me think about it, you know, let me, you know, it just shows you that they, they need to make a decision and they're not confident in making that decision. Looking down and away, if somebody's looking down or away and they don't want to face you, 
it's usually shame or guilt or they, they, they don't want to be confronted. So if somebody looks down, they're either upset or they're shameful. Children usually do that. They, when they're happy, they're all eyes and they talk to you like this. When they do something, they just go, oh, I'm sorry, mom. But they don't want to look you in the eyes. They believe that if, if they don't look at you, you don't see them either. So like my, when my children were about three or four, you know what they used to do when uh, they used to do something naughty? They used to shut their eyes. They used to think that if they don't see me, I don't see them either. It's, it's very cute, but sometimes as adults we do that as well. So it's very important to understand that when somebody's looking down or looking away, they are going through some emotional shame or guilt or there is an issue there. It's important for you to read that body language. The next one is hands on the hips. So, uh, you know, it means, you know, I'm ready. Okay, are we going to get this done? So, you know. It also, it also means I'm alert or I'm ready to fight. Hey, you want to take this on, mate? You know, there's so many things that are communicated just by that gesture alone. Okay. Arms folded across the chest. You know, if I do this, um, you know, it's almost like, look, I don't agree with you, mate. You know, or, uh, you know, I don't want to engage in this. It's basically saying I'm blocking. I'm creating a boundary between us. You know, or I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know, mate. I don't know, mate. So the body language uh, can be defensive, can show, you know, no, I'm not doing this. That's defensive. Or saying, look, oh, I don't think this is good. That's disagreement. So see, with, with the same movement of arms, I can transmit two uh, signals. So for us, if we, can, if we want to become socially aware, we need to read those cues and to understand what the person is saying through the body language. Next one, uh, tapping or drumming fingers. You know, when people, you know, it shows impatience, it shows uh, anxiety, they're fiddling, you know, some, you know, some people even bite their fingernails or, you know, it shows that they're anxious, that they don't have the patience, something they, they, need, they need to sort it out. You know, you can read those cues as well. Rubbing hands together. When, when somebody goes, this is excitement. It's like, I'm going to get paid, man. You know, this is excellent. But if they're doing this, maybe that's being nervous. You know, I've got to get through this. You know, so you, you see how many things we, we can do with our arms. It can also symbolize that oh, I'm praying for this or, you know, we're together in this, just the, the, the two hands coming together can do so much, so much, so much. It's like, you know, I love this so much, you know, all of a sudden, look, you know, it's, long, it's almost like I want to grab this, just with the hands, they can do so much. So that, that part is very important as well. Now, the facial expressions, we haven't spoken too much about the facial expressions yet. I spoke about more about the body, the, the hands, and also, you know, the arms. But on, on the face, again, we could talk for hours about facial expressions. I've only put a couple there, but there's so much, especially to do with, with the eyes. As I said, if the eyes are down, that's a shame or guilt. If the eyebrows are raised, that's curiosity. If the, if the pupils are wide open and dilated, it, it shows desire. You know, they, they want to learn more or they want to explore more. You know, if somebody is looking away, it's almost like they don't, they're not acknowledging the person, so almost saying, I don't want to communicate with you. So much has to do with the face as well. 
And, you know, they say that the eyes are your windows to the soul. And they are because they speak so much of, of what's going on. Uh, in the eyes, we can see if somebody's happy. In the eyes, we can see if somebody's sad, if they're upset. We can see so much what's going on just by looking them in the eyes. You know, in some cultures, you can't look people in the eyes. In the Western culture, if you talk to somebody and look them in the eyes, if, if you don't look them in the eyes, they, they think it's disrespectful. So in the Western culture, you need to look people in the eyes because that's, that's what shows that there is communication. In other cultures, in some Eastern cultures, you would never look a person in the eyes because by looking them in the eyes, it would, it would be intimidating and it would be disrespectful for them. So it's important to understand those cultural biases as well. But in, in a Western society where most of us live, just understand that the eyes are very important in our communication, how we look people in the eyes. The eyes speak so much, so much. It's interesting because um, in one of our, my businesses, I went to visit a client recently and uh, she wanted to have security windows installed in, uh, in her mansion. And uh, we, we do that in one of the businesses that I'm associated with. We do double glazed windows and doors and we do security screens as well. So I went to see this particular client and um, it's very interesting, even though I was measuring and uh, giving her all the options, even though I, I was showing her options in our catalogs, she would only look at me in the eyes. She wouldn't look at the materials. She wouldn't look at what else I was saying. She was trying to read if I'm an honest man. She was focusing on my eyes movement. She was all focusing on the conversation that I held to her the biggest, uh, let's say, component of, of making or breaking this deal was the honesty. She wanted to read me. She wanted to read me through looking in my eyes. And I sensed that before I would not have had that awareness. But now, since I'm beginning to explore more about, more about social awareness, I sensed that in her, that to her, what was the most important was not the product. It was the confidence in doing this job with us. And she wanted to know that I am a trustworthy person, that I can look after the need that she had, and she could engage us to do this job for her. But see, I had to have that awareness that that was the value that she held on to. And that was through observing her as well. Okay, so I spoke about the eyes, how important the eyes are. So learn to begin to read the body language of those people you communicate with. Become an observer because then as you read their body language, you can adjust your body language in your communication, which is very, very important. Now, it wouldn't be fair for me to just give you all this information and not show you some of the mistakes we make with body language today. So three, I've just listed three here. There are a lot more. I could go for pages as well, but these three are probably the most obvious ones. And the first one, is the one I am the most guilty at today and probably you are just as much as well. So you're not going to like this, but it's a reality. We are, we have become invaded by this problem throughout the world and we have not mastered it yet. We haven't come on top of it in our communication. And this is looking at your phone while in conversation with someone in front of you and you and I show lack of respect by doing that. How many times while we're talking to the most important person in our lives, to our wife or to our husband or to our children, we pull out the phone from our pocket or from the table 
and we just start browsing social media. Or we look at somebody totally ignoring the person who is in front of us. I mean, I went to the bank the other day and, uh, you know, people were being served over the counter at the teller. And most of the people who were being served were on the phone while the person was counting the money or doing the transaction. And you know what? The teller accepted that. It wasn't even a problem anymore. People have, become to, to, have began to tolerate this. It's almost accepted behavior in society to be on the phone while you're talking. I mean, people sit in a restaurant, and, and especially younger people, and they talk to each other, and they're also on the phone, and they're doing all this multi-communicating, multi which, in a way, you know, it's skillful, but it's still not, not socially beautiful. It, it hurts me to see, I mean, couples go out for dinner, they've had dinner, and afterwards, each are in their own bubble, on their own phone, and they're sitting next to each other, ignoring the most important person in that moment in their lives, the person in front of them. And I am guilty of this just as much as you are. So I'm just saying this in a friendly manner because I care. Let's leave those phones somewhere. Let's understand that the most important conversation we will have is the one-to-one -one conversation with the person we are engaging in in that moment. That is so important. We can give the best gift that you can give to anyone today is your presence. We say the time, but it's not the time, it's the presence. Even if it's five minutes and you're totally present with that person, it's more than being an hour with them and each one, each one of you on, on their phone and doing other bits and pieces while you have a little bit of a chat. So this is uh, in, in our body language, this is part of our body language, pulling out the phone, looking at the phone or the digital or computer, whatever it is, or even on TV, you know, we ignore the people who are closest to us. So avoid, avoid this body language mistake, please. Number two, avoiding eye contact. This transmits you are not honest or have something to hide. A lot of people today, and also because of the digital age we live in, there's no eye contact. People don't look each other in the eyes. And I think, you know, the most beautiful of human connections is the eye contact, is seeing each other. I mean, with all the pandemic situation, you know, you can't shake hands, you can't hug, you know, you've got those fist bumps, you, elbow bumps, all these kind of, you know, connection points. But the eyes are still there. There's still a connection in the eyes. Learn to, to look people in the eyes. Learn to look children in the eyes. Learn to look old people in the eyes. Learn to look everybody in the eyes when you're serving somebody, especially, or, you know, being served by somebody. I, I developed a habit that I look at their names, and as I leave, uh, every conversation or as I leave the teller in a bank, we were speaking about the teller, I say, thank you, Jean, or thank you, you know, Emily, or, and they, they go, wow, he noticed. It's, it's such a simple way of acknowledging the other person. It's just saying a smile and actually uttering the name. You know, your name is one of the most beautiful wor words you will ever hear. Just by somebody telling your name, you know, it acknowledges you as an individual, as a person. It, it just brings so much affirmation to you. So if I, if I do that and you do that and remember people's names, I know it's, at times it's hard to do, but especially when they have a badge and the name is written there, just make that effort, you know. Acknowledge the person, look them in the eyes and say thank you, you know, such and such. I do this also at gas stations, at petrol stations, when I go and fill up my fuel. 
you know, a lot of the times they have difficult names, especially if they're uh, in Australia, quite a, a number of them are from India, Pakistan, or that, those part, uh, that part of the world, or Asia. And some of their names are quite difficult to pronounce. And it challenges me because I look, <laughs> I look specifically to be able to say that name properly. And when I say thank you, even though the name is difficult, they go, wow, how did you read that? Because most people can't even read my name. And it just builds a bridge. They remember you, you remember them, and you've built rapport with that person by a very, very simple uh, interaction. It's acknowledging them, looking them in the eyes, and just saying thank you. And that, that can make somebody's day. So learn, learn this powerful aspect of body language. Number three, and there's a few of them in number three because they're all part of our interaction with people. Eye rolling, oh man. I mean, can you imagine being in a conversation? We do this. It's like, oh, come on. We do that towards what they're saying. We do that towards them. We, we do that towards people they're talking about. Head shaking, you know, it's like, oh, you know. We're not in the moment, it's like, oh, you know. Throwing up hands and saying, oh, come on, let it be, you know. It's like, don't be ridiculous. It's like, we, we overdo it. We overdo it because we want to kill the subject or we want to kill the conversation. Sighing, you know, like, oh, or yawning. I mean, how, this happens to me sometimes as well. It's like, um, I'm holding it back. In my, in my first years of coaching, let me tell you, I'm going to give you a, a secret of my past. In my first years of coaching, I really had difficulty in, in focusing on a person for an hour and listening to their story. And the temptation to yawn was so often there. Oh man, it was a struggle. It was a real, real fight until I got into the act of active listening. Before it was a torture. It was a torture to sit there and listen and be quiet for an hour to somebody. And the temptation to yawn would come four or five times during that hour. And I tell you what, it was challenging until I tapped into the power of active listening. When I became one with the story, I began to understand the person and I gave them my full presence so I didn't let my thoughts wander away. So just be aware of the things that you do while others are sharing, while others are conversating with you because these break the flow of the dialogue you're having with that person. Or you start fidgeting, or you start looking away, or you start, hey, you know, and then not even regard that person, just simply drifting away. And I do that. I sometimes drift to, to another person in, in conversation. So I'm, I'm learning and I'm purposely being careful uh, on how I interact with other people because these social skills are very, very important. So body language. We spoke about uh, reading body language. When you are able to read somebody's body language, you become aware of how you also come across with your own body language. We also looked at the body language mistakes, especially looking at the phones at the digital, uh, in the digital era, at the digital um, handheld devices that we normally have. The eye contact, which we often avoid, and also what we do when we listen to people, whether we uh, roll our eyes, whether we you know, throw the hands in the air, or we sigh, or we yawn, or we do other bits and pieces. Again, big mistakes. There are many more that we have. But if we begin with these, if we become aware of our behavior in conversation, our body language in conversation, and then also uh, of the other people, 
we become better social beings and we change, we change the environment that we're in. Application, you have the opportunity to apply this in your life. Observe your body language in the next five meetings and note down some of the awareness developed. So in the next five meetings, maybe whether they are one-on-one -on -one or whether they are with other people, try and observe how is your body language in that situation. And if there's something that you need to do in that, in that discussion, adjust and write down the awareness that you've developed in, in that situation because that's how you develop your social awareness by getting in tune with what's going on in that moment and realizing what other people are doing, realizing what you're doing. And in this awareness, you're able to manage yourself a lot better. So do take this application guide and, uh, and uh, go with it, you know? Don't, don't just say, oh yeah, Nathaniel, thanks for the content. I love the content, but you know, if I can apply it or not, we'll see. Do try and apply it and write down those things. Just journal a few things that have happened to you and also what you notice in other people because this will really seal this learning in your life. So thank you so much for watching and for listening to this content. Of course, uh, we would appreciate if you would share this on the various channels that you are watching this or listening to this and, uh, you know, rate this and comment and give us some feedback because when uh, you and I get better, this whole world gets better. We have more clarity and we bring clarity in every circle that we go into. I look forward to seeing you next time. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costia and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.